Hi there, it's Mimi from Friends Abroad Relationship School. And um, today I wanted to share with you or to do a review with a friend of mine, Greta Tota. Um, we went reviewing um, Trauma on the Screen, uh, Bridget, baby, Bridget Jones Baby, I meant. Um, so Greta will be joining me. We had a bit of an echo to start with. Um, and I'm going to introduce the story for those of you who have already watched the movie. So we um, introduced to Bridget. Um, this is a sequel to Bridget John's diary. Bridget waking up um, on a birthday and um, talking to her mom. Um, Thing. Hi, Greta. Once again, hello. Wait this time. You're right. Yeah, you still have an echo, but I think we'll try and, uh, and just keep going. Yeah. So the, okay. So how are you doing anyway? Good. How are you? I'm. I feel great. I just came from the gym, so I'm still, you know. Uh, I feel a bit invigorated, uh, too hot, um, a bit tired, but yeah, that's the idea. It, it's so, good that you're working out. <laughs> I feel good. I feel good. It's just uh, doing a lot on my chest, you see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lifting weights and God, they've got so much effect. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, what do you think from the start? I mean, I noticed that there doesn't seem to be a connection between Bridget and mom. And then we have Bridget. She's been perennially single. Um, and then she goes out to this funeral where she meets um, Mr. Darcy, uh, Mark Darcy, a, a former flame you know, um, so yeah, so that's the start of the story. And the funeral is for somebody also that she also was with, and this person is presumed dead, but there's no, um, there's no body to prove that he is dead. So what do you think? Can you just tell me what you thought about Bridget Jones' baby? Um, this was the second movie after Bridget Jones' diary, which is very famous. Um, it wasn't as good as the first one, but it was really good. It was funny and very informative as well, uh, mm -hmm. because um, it's a symbol for a single lady and her struggles um, at, at her 40s, 30s and 40s. And um, it, it is a very unique uh, way of showing all, all her uh, life struggles and teaching us. And it shows reality in the best uh, way possible. It's funny, but it's also very, very real. So uh, from the start, from the first movie, uh, I related a lot, even though I'm young, I related a lot because it shows the truth. Yes, thank you. 
Exactly. It's, um, it's about this pressure in society, isn't it, to, to build a family, to have a family, uh, to have a baby, to, you know, to be married. I, I think this is, this is what it was because this woman had been single. She's now 43 uh, and uh, she's single and she doesn't have a baby. And to her, that's like time is running out. You see, so that, that is really powerful. I appreciate that. And with meeting Mr. Darcy, what, what did you think about that when she met Mr. Darcy at the funeral? Um, she was with Mr. Darcy for 10 years. And at some point we thought they were gonna be together for the rest of their lives. But apparently it hadn't worked out between them because of some reasons she wrote down in a paper. And uh, when she met him at uh, the funeral, um, it was like her flame was back on again. She had again this big crush on Mr. Darcy even though he was married. So uh, it's confusing what is going to happen afterwards because she has those feelings again for him. That is so true. And um, one other thing that struck me, Greta, is the, the dead guy. I, I'm, I'm forgetting the name. He was a Lotario, wasn't he? He, he, was, <laughs> he, was, Daniel, he was Daniel Cleaver, the infamous <laughs> Daniel Cleaver. <laughs> Yeah, um, and that was a part that was acted by Hugh Grant, isn't it, in the first yeah. movie? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I really was fascinated by something about him that came up in that, um, in the movie, you know, in the funeral, where there were many girls who were repeating the same poem. And Bridget knew exactly what this young girl was going to say, uh, because that's the line that you used with every woman. And he was really a, um, a womanizer, uh, you know, by world standards. And, and what did you think about that? What makes people do that? What do you think? Um... I've read a lot about that, and I think a certain trauma uh, upbringing issues make uh, both men and women go in that uh, uh, lifestyle. Sometimes we think that, oh, that is a good lifestyle. She can have all the men that she wants. He can have all the women that he wants. And sometimes people envy that kind of lifestyle. But deep down, I think it has some trauma underneath it. And it's not a fulfilling life. Um, it's just escaping or some kind of distraction, escaping themselves and their issues. That happened with Daniel Cleaver repeatedly. He was a playboy. And something that struck me about that scene was um, that uh, Bridget, uh, Bridget knew that uh, poem by heart and she noticed that he had told that to every other girl, but um, she didn't overreact. She wasn't upset and that uh, showed us that she was really mature at that point. She knew who Daniel Cleaver was and she was over that period of her life. So that was, that was good. That showed maturity uh regarding bridget wow thank you so much for that and you are probably thinking the same thing that i was thinking there's a lot of trauma there where people look for love in the wrong places where someone 
uses money. He was a guy who was well off. He was successful. They use money uh, to 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 look for love in the wrong places, and they try to date so many people because they are thinking that it will fulfill them. But the reason why they are moving from person to person is because there's a hole that they think if they drop one person, next person, next person, that hole is going to be filled up, but it doesn't. And that's why they keep trying to, to go from person to person because there is a, a, a void that they are trying to fill. And that void doesn't go unless and until someone sits down with themselves and they feel it from within. Sure. Yeah, that, that is really powerful about this, this man. And then we also have something that I really uh, also quite liked that was significant in the movie. Um, the fact that although Bridget was struggling in terms of um, creating a lasting relationship and, and whatever she wanted, but she had a successful career, a very successful career woman driven also. She worked hard for that career. In the yes. beginning, she was struggling with with her career too. And I don't know why they uh, they want to show her. Sometimes they show her as she's not that intelligent. Um, I don't know why they picked this for her character. Uh, they show her as a non-intelligent single lady who is not uh, able to maintain a long-term relationship. And uh, in the beginning of her career, she had many issues, but apparently now she's doing uh, she's doing very well. She's working hard. She's doing better. Um, and all she lacks is the family. When you say that, you don't know why they were trying to portray as someone who's not intelligent. What do you mean? I, I wanted to just hear what you meant by that. Um, well, it is a comedy, and uh, that's their choice. It's funny. Uh, uh, it fulfills the purpose. It makes you laugh. But I don't like that they portray this single uh, woman that... Um, uh, ha doesn't have a man or kids yet. Uh, in her forties, they uh, they chose to portray ha her as non-intelligent, and it makes me feel like they want to uh, portray all the women that are not in a long-term relationship by that age as not very intelligent or a bit aloof, like Bridget is sometimes. But when you look at that, is that not like an all, all or nothing or or maybe, um, what do we say? What, what's the word? All or nothing or, um, yeah, because at the end of the day, there are people who can be single and they can be very driven in their work, but it doesn't really make them aware in other aspects. I, I think, I feel for me personally, that's a truth. It's something that is true in society. We do have people who are really good at what they do. They go out there, they are great workers. But if you notice the way that they do relationships, it's completely different. Someone can have a successful career, but the way that they actually show awareness in a relationship or in friendships, can be really 
question, questionable, something that you can question to think that how do they manage there and not there? But this is why better we introduced the model of um, a professional approach to relationship because many people believe that um, they can use tools at work, but they cannot use tools in their daily lives. And that's actually synonymous also with people who are very educated. Because society has taught us that the most important intelligence is, um, you know, is the, the being brainy. Whereas we need emotional intelligence, I believe. And I feel like this is where we had struggles with this lady. Because look what happened to her next. At the, um, at the festival, Maji festival, and she's drinking herself to a stupor, and she ends up, um, you know, having, you know, intercourse with this guy. Um, she's just met him, and she's sleeping with him. And then the next thing is, the following day, what does she do? She's sleeping with another man, not long after. Do, do you see how, how that plays out? And this is not a judgment on her. It's something that happens, but it happens because we are looking for love in the wrong places, because we are not aware. Yeah, I think we have been there, all of us, where we have done some things that we look back on and think, was I really doing that? And in what place was I coming from when I was doing that? But we also are aware that it's the trauma that makes you behave in such a way, in such a reckless way, where she doesn't check the uh, you know the, the end by date of her condoms <laughs> and um and she sleeps with two men in you know one man today and the next another man the next day yeah. and the other thing that she did was that i observed when she was with uh, jack you know he came back and he had brought some coffee and she was gone and the the thing about it is she had abandonment issues so because of her abandonment issues she had to run before he came back yeah, that was a nice gesture of him, and maybe that could lead to uh, to getting to know each other, to starting something. That she ran away. Yeah, can you can you continue, Greta? Just evaluating us for to do something really quickly. Um. Okay. Um. I think uh, regarding what uh, we were talking, I think that people sometimes are. Um, successful at their work because they use it as a distraction. Uh, they're overworked, they are very dedicated, but sometimes um, there are other cases that uh, people just lack emotional intelligence. The, their intelligence in our other areas of their lives, but they lack emotional intelligence. And this is the case of And uh, all the pressure that uh, society put uh, put her to have a good really. Um. Hi. 
So, um, <laughs> sorry, I had to do okay. something really quickly. Uh, so, okay. the next part that I noticed also is the celebrity culture. Um, you know, it's very rampant in our society, isn't it? Um, you know, when, when she and her friend, Bridget and her friend, um, asked um, this guy to, um, to take a photo of them, and she, they said that they wanted a photo with the guy from Bag and Hunt, who was behind. They wanted to be seen with a guy from Bag and Hunt. And, and um, you see, this is the thing. Um, this guy wanted to be in the photo but they didn't want him in the photo they wanted the guy from bag and hunt who was famous so it's um it sort of tells you what sort of society we live in where people sort of idolize um uh, celebrities more than people that they can stand with and spend time with and i noticed that quite a lot um people would rather follow a celebrity than sit down and have a conversation with someone in person they would rather read a book than have an interactive learning situation you see and this is the thing because we have lost that respect for connection many of us you know we don't put importance in connections and this is why i quite like when we do like group sessions because it's more personal than just um reading a book or just writing a post, you see. And you can feel heard if you are having a conversation with someone, like we are here now. I think it's more, more effective and more connecting to actually sit and have this dialogue than to write online. Although, of course, it's nice to, isn't it? I think we have become a bit lazy and okay. also we kind of avoid this kind of conversation for many reasons. I don't know why we choose. Everyone has different reasons to avoid these kind of conversations. But personally, I find them the only way to make connections with people, to have friendships, to have relationships. This is the only way that works good for me. Yeah. And when she woke up after sleeping with Jack, she had regrets. And this is also where you realize that she was intoxicated. And so she wasn't making, you know, good judgments. Um, and she had conflicting thoughts. She thought she was acting like a prostitute. And then she thought, she, then she decided to console herself. And she said to herself, well, I'm taking me for my own pleasure. And then she thought she was a deluded middle-aged fool. And this doesn't happen if you act from a place of clarity. We are not saying sometimes we all don't have doubts, but if you act from a place of clarity, you are more likely not to regret a lot of your actions, I think. That was a bit chaotic. It was a bit of chaos in her life right yes. there. <laughs> Yes, yes, I think there was a lot of chaos, you are right, in a social life. And then she goes to the christening and she finds out that Mark Darcy was there. And there's got this awkward interaction at the bar. And then in the end, they come out and they exchange um, information that Mark is now divorced. And then they kiss, and I think that's when again she slept with him. And she just slept with the other guy last night. 
<laughs> yeah. You you got to think what did sex really mean to this woman? You see, is being a spell, like she said. Yeah, and this is another big question that people need to ask themselves about what sex means to them uh, before they have sex. Because we want to know what sex means to you. And then you also want to find out what it means to the other person before you engage. Because then you know whether you know, you're on the same page or if anything happens, whatever comes out of it. Backtracking to Jack, I felt like also he had issues uh, because he not only just slept with the woman he had just met, he also um, really wanted to some closeness with her. To him, it was just more than sex, which was good. But then again, she didn't, he didn't know this woman. And what he does later also indicates that it looks like he was really fumbling for something. He was looking for something. The reason why I feel is that he was used to women begging him to be with them. And this woman seemed to be elusive. Um, yeah, I didn't like the fact that um, he didn't know this woman at all. She just entered his tent. He had no questions and he proceeded like he, he spent the night with her um that's not safe even for men they should ask questions they should uh, make good be able to make uh, good decisions about them it's not only about education educating women it's about emotional intelligence for men as well absolutely and that that shows that he had uh, he was struggling as well he was a millionaire he probably could have anyone that he wanted but apparently he wanted a um, committed relationship uh, and at that point i think he just wanted to be in a committed place but he didn't want this woman specifically so it wasn't very personal for him at that point I think you, you've got some amazing points there that you are making. I feel like, yes, you've put a finger to something there. This man, um, he had everything. And I feel like, because he said that to Bridget, he thought that she had deliberately um, come into his tent. That's what he thought. Because he was used to women chasing him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But also, he had seen her before when she got stuck in the mud. And I think he liked her even then. But also, I think he was seeking recognition. Again, celebrity culture. But she didn't recognize him. She didn't know him like any other person or like any other woman, which is probably why she was more appealing also. Yeah. 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 That happens to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and now Bridget finds herself pregnant. Um, she's pregnant. There's two men involved. And she just doesn't know which man is actually the father. And um, again, this is chaos, I feel. This is an addiction to chaos, where you end up in these unwanted situations because 
you hadn't reflected on your actions beforehand, you see. Mm -hmm. And um, the thing about it is, well, maybe because it's a movie, um, we find her telling both men, because I think in real life, you just keep quiet and tell one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that happens in real life very often. <laughs> And, and so um, Mark is elected, and and the thing is, he was uh, he was very British in the way that he did it. <laughs> he asked for some space, and then he came back, and the way that he expressed this election, you couldn't even see that he was elected. And I don't know how, um, you know, it, it's it's quite interesting and and, and challenging though. It was really like um, very very stiff. Matthew was not someone you would say, oh, he's excited and, and we can have fun here and all that. So what did you think about that? He's always like that. He's, yeah. he's one of my favorite actors and one of my favorite characters in, in this series, in this movie too. He doesn't express his emotions like that. Like um, Bridget had written in her paper, he's not very spontaneous and that was true about mark it's true in that scene as well but he's a very he's a very loving person nonetheless okay. he comes to be a very loving man towards her well that's interesting because sometimes you also want someone to open up a little bit um you know and to to show some 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 light in them <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe that's that's why she decided to break up the yeah. relationship with him. Because even though we are finding him is acting and all that, it it also can be a bit of a red flag when when someone is a bit like that. There can actually be a lot of underlying issues where someone cannot really express themselves, you know, very clearly. And um, you know, it, it's a little bit challenging. But there we go. In the movie, it looked like he was doing quite well. So. We can forgive him. Um, then we have um, this situation where Bridget wanted to get um, what's his name, uh, Jack's DNA, and it was quite, um, you know, quite sad and really challenging the way that she did it. I mean, to be desperate to that point, um, and and also we it's a movie anyway. Otherwise, no one in real life would allow that in their workplace. <laughs> you know yeah so that's that was some desperation going right there because the the simple thing for some women would simply to have the child and then get a dna from both guys you know at some point and say i had a baby but i just want to make sure that um you know about who it is and, and then have the dna test yeah she but, was she was acting from a place of chaos and yes. not inner peace obviously she didn't she wasn't thinking about uh, anything that she was doing she was just all over the place consequences and i like what you said there because you can also recall the conversation we had the discussion we had around uh, where you were thinking that they were portraying it in a, in a certain way and you can see now that being unaware can be problematic, can make you look like a dull person. Because sure. awareness is the most important thing in, in our life. But the problem is society, of course, they've said to us, we need to be brainy, we need to be sharp, you know. But awareness, mindfulness, 
considering what you need to do or say before you say it is more sexy, I feel. And we have them going to antenatal classes or again, something out of this world. I don't think that would happen where you can have two men coming with you for antenatal classes, you know. Poly, people were thinking it was a poly relationship and then other ones thinking that it was the two guys in a relationship accompanying their friend, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it was very hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And, and then we had this situation, Greta, where Mark, uh, Jack had to lie to Mark so that Mark could um could, could could leave what did you think about that um well like i said jack wanted a relationship and um he liked this woman uh, day after day and um he had this uh, image about their future together and a baby coming he wanted to make that true so he was attached to this outcome he was very attached to this outcome and he uh, was able to make anything to to make it true to make his goal come true and he was manipulating situations in a way or another i'm not blaming him or i'm not saying he was do he was being mean or evil but for his goal for his um aim he chose to manipulate the situations that is and, true and that was that's, just that's something that's something we all do when we are attached to an outcome and we are not present in our relationship relationships and our lives wow that's awesome yes that is true he was too attached to an outcome he he he, he could see himself now in a family with a child and this woman and I, I don't think he would have cared whose child it was. Um, I think he was ready to settle with this woman, you see. Even bad, bad. Yeah, yeah. So that is really, um, that is really amazing. And um, as we go on, we then notice again Bridget with her chaos and um, she goes to the bank and then she, end up, she ends up sitting outside and Mark comes and, 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 and rests here and, and, and all that. Um, and consequently, we have them um, getting married. Do, do you feel like that's something that would really happen easily in real life? What do you think the processes would have been in this case? Um, like I said, they portray um, Bridget a bit naive or let's say not aware so the things that she does in this movie are not the uh, the things that a woman would normally uh, do in real life not everyone not most of women at least because we tend to try some other things instead of doing what bridget does that's why she's a character she's interesting she's very vulnerable uh with her lack of uh, awareness she's a she's always vulnerable and honest like that so i think um uh, in the movie her her honesty helped the situation um uh, that helped uh, her telling both of the men that this is uh, what's going on and there were no fights at least there were no big fights there were uh, there were no toxic situations no toxic dynamics um like in real life um 
so I think her vulnerability is a good example. In real life, um, there is no such honesty and uh, mostly women, uh, uh, men uh, pick fights with each other. They're not supportive towards the woman. They try, uh, they abandon um, the pregnant, sometimes they abandon the pregnant woman. Um, so we have these toxic situations in real life. But we do also have men who are supportive and we can also have similar, very similar situations where uh, women can actually, a man can find out even that his wife has got a child with another person. Um, and, and that can create problems maybe to start with. And people have stayed in their relationships even when there's an, a child from outside. Um, so yes, um, there's a mix, I feel. There's a mix that these situations can happen to an extent in a different way, uh, but there are also people who, who stick to their partners no matter what, people who will be supportive. Um, the only thing is we don't know what the dynamic sometimes might look like. And as you say, sometimes, yes, there can be a fight if someone knows that you've been sleeping with somebody that I know, or when these two met, they could have a fight, but the problem was they both were not in a relationship with Bridget. So nobody could claim Bridget and say that actually this is my girlfriend. So I feel like um, they didn't have any, any, any ground for, for fighting both of them, um, which is why I feel Jack had to manipulate and Mark had to retreat because he was proud. Um, you know, he was a very proud man. You know, he, 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 he couldn't really beg and, and, and do all those things to him. You know, that was it. That was done. Um, so we can see the traumas from both ends um, of the men also playing out, two different men um, playing out their traumas and their life experiences in front of the screen where one is um, trying to manipulate a situation so that he gets what he wants by all means and another one retreating and sulking um, without probably going to the person, to the very person that he could have asked the question to. He went to, he listened to what Jack told him and didn't go to Bridget to ask and confirm whether what Jack had said was true. And that can cause problems because then you are listening to the wrong person and you don't have clarity from the horse's mouth. Yes, mm. that, that puts every relationship, every friendship in danger. He was like, he would just shut down. That's not a good coping mechanism. He should find a different approach to to solve his issues in his relationships, in this case with, uh, with Bridget. I was saying that there is a, a good sense of ease in this dynamic. That's what I liked about the movie. And I thought that was coming because of uh, Bridget's honesty. There, okay. is, there is this a sense of support. They both go to the doctors with her. They both try to hold her hands. And I really like that. 
They were fighting a bit, they were jealous, both of them, and trying to win it over, you know, uh, and be the best. And, and that's, that's really good. You see, and this is what also we need to learn as women. We are the prize, you know. <laughs> yeah, because, because at this point, Bridget was focusing on her well-being and on her baby, on herself, on her career. And she was not doing anything to chase these men. Yay, yay. And this is true on that note. We are going to stop and explain this, that um, you shouldn't be fighting, chasing anybody. You shouldn't be chasing anybody. If you focus on your life, you become more appealing and more attractive. And sometimes people think being attractive is anything to do with the way that you look and the way you touch yourself up. Yeah, fine, nice, if you want to. But actually, you are more attractive if you are connected with yourself and your focus is you. Not in a narcissistic, selfish way, but in a way that says, I am not attached to outcomes, you know? And this is the reason also why she told both men, because she was not attached to outcomes. She wasn't scared of losing anyone, you see? All she wanted was the best for the baby, which is what she said. And sometimes we have to think of that also what is best for the child right now and that's what she did and in the end she got a fairy tale she got married to mr darcy yeah she she did things for the right uh reasons um that that was the best thing about her character she didn't rush in the end she uh, she thought about her child's well-being about her well-being and things uh, things worked out for the better they did they did yeah that that's so amazing so let's wrap it up um so in a nutshell here we've got um we, we can see abandonment trauma we can see societal standards and societal expectations of people wanting you to get married people wanting you to sleep with someone which is what friends were pushing it to do and also people actually um, doing so much or putting pressure on themselves to get into a relationship. It's a societal thing. You know, Jack wanted a relationship. And also we have, we have a, a red flag though that we probably didn't um, discuss. Mark, Mark was just divorcing. He, he wasn't ready for a relationship, was he? I don't uh, think he was. Yeah, he was just coming out of the divorce. It was a matter of days. Yes. So I think it was the right uh, decision. He wasn't, but, but that's subjective. We tend to say that um, when someone is coming out of a relationship, it's not the best time to pursue a relationship. But it doesn't mean to say that people don't go on to have a healthy relationship. So it's, it's, it's on a case-by-case -case basis. It's more about being cautious and also developing your a relationship with yourself before you go back in there, isn't it? Uh, sometimes it happens that people's relationships end way before that they uh, decide to make it official and they've been working on themselves for all this time. Uh, so when they come out of that um, marriage or relationship or engagement, Maybe they feel ready to take the end. 
Mm, I, I'm not sure really, but what I can say is that, yes, that's fine. But if you are still living with someone, I think you really need that space to be on your own. Even if it's for a short period, I think you need that space just to breathe before you go back in there again. But as we are saying, everyone is different. Everyone is different. And we normally have this problem when we have people who are not working on themselves. But if people are working on themselves, yes, you are absolutely right. There is an opportunity to just breathe and, and, and then go back out there. You know, when I'm doing healing work, and if I am in a breakup, I don't think I would need a lot of time to reflect on a breakup. I might just need some space for a few weeks maybe, or a few months, or a month or so. Otherwise, because I do my work all the time, I don't think I would be that devastated and <laughs> get to a place where I need a year to to really focus on on uh, on the situation. But there are things that also need to be addressed. How did we end up here? And um, what can I do differently in my next relationship? Because my belief is there's no rush. There's yeah. no rush. We yeah. don't know if Mark um, was doing things differently this time. Yeah. Bridget uh, obviously had some reason to break up with him. Things that he didn't like about him in the relationship. So we don't know if Mark um, was committed to work on these differences and things mm. mm. her. That's powerful what you have said there. And that is a reconnection, isn't it? When you reconnect with someone, you just don't take them back. You need to really explore what is going We didn't see that in the movie. Even though mm. it was more affection, more dedication, because he was there uh, at the doctor and everything. But um, we don't see a conversation or consistency in Mark's part. Yeah, I mean, some of the things we can miss in the movie because it's a movie, but it's something that we need to put out there that people, when they reconnect, they shouldn't just take someone back. It's important that they explore some work and also look into what has changed in that person to make sure that they are not going back to the same thing that they broke up for. Because having a child and the fact that Mark had divorced doesn't really mean that the relationship is going to be successful. It's important that people have couple therapy, they explore um, healing work, even you know individual therapy before they can go back to that relationship and then start you know from there, which is very, very powerful. But sometimes we tend to believe that, oh, we're together, you know, and then take it from there. But the problem with that is that you can go back to the exact thing that broke you up in the first place. Sure. And yeah, and, and not seeing any changes does not give someone incentive to change. You want to see whether someone is actually changed or, or not, because it's up to them whether they want to change or not. The child, a child, shouldn't be a, be a reason for people to get together, to get married. Yeah, it wasn't the reason in this case. Uh, the movie was about them refinding each other and uh, re kindling their love and romance it wasn't about the baby bringing them together but we don't see this big work we see the work that bridget did with herself but we don't see the work that Mark did. what work did bridget do um 
she changed her attitude. She didn't see herself as a spinster, single person, desperate, going from man to man, making another decision every day. But she retreated and she uh, gained some self-esteem and um, she decided that she was good with her life exactly where she was and like she was. She focused on herself and on her baby instead. Yeah, and interestingly enough, I was going to, we were going to finish, but I actually remembered something else again. The young uh, boss who was um, in charge of her, again, the, um, th this is a societal thing that we want to highlight. What people do in society when um, want to prove that she is in charge and to, to show power in, 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 a, in a relationship or a workplace relationship, you know, that's exactly what she did and then Bridget having to tell her often tell her whatever was on her mind and and that's another thing that we tend to have in our society also that people want to show how powerful they are or to prove themselves that I am in charge here rather than to look at ourselves as human beings and just support each other all the way she was very mean yeah Okay, so thank you so much, Greta. It's, it's been amazing. Do you have anything, any last words? What can you teach others in relationship to this situation? What, what do you think? If someone was in, in this sort of situation, what's your last word? Um, I think this movie was a good case to teach us to focus on ourselves, to love ourselves more, to try uh, different ways or different methods to gain self-esteem self-esteem to give us time ourselves time to gain self-esteem um to think about our decisions be before making them um that's that's the main thing we get from this movie and um not fall uh, for the pressure of the society of ex or expectations of other people our lives are good the way that they are uh not two lives have to be um same to be good uh everyone has their own journey someone gets married earlier someone someone uh their significant other or they have a baby later on in their lives but uh, the important thing is that everyone has their own journey and the more true you are to that journey the better your life comes to be in the end oh thank you so much it was lovely to have you and uh, i hope we do this again soon okay take care and say hello to baby thank you bye Thank you for watching, Amy, and anyone else.